As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to Bad With Money, a show about finances and feelings where we don't talk down to you. I'm Gabby Dunn. This week our guest is Symphony Sanders of Welcome to Night Vale. I am extremely excited because she is one of my very close friends. And we are going to be talking about Blue Cantrell's 2001 hit, Hit 'em Up Style, Oops. I went down a complete rabbit hole of not just learning about Blue, but also learning about the legal ramifications of, in fact, Hitting 'em Up Style. I also talk a lot about what I learned about the record industry at that time and how Beyonce and Jay-Z figure into all of this. There's some good gossip and tea in this episode. So please enjoy me and Symphony cackling both of our very distinctive laughs throughout this entire episode. Hello, Symphony. Can you tell my audience who you are and what you do? Hi, I'm Symphony and I'm from the internet. <laughs> I am a podcaster and friend of all of our friends, Gabby Dunn. I do Welcome to Night Vale. I play Tamika Flynn on the popular fiction podcast. I also am a co-host of Good Morning Night Vale, which is the recap podcast for Welcome to Night Vale. So, you know, I'm all about Night Vale. Yeah. And also, uh, you're just like a very fun Am person I? who like travels and like is very aspirational yeah. and very confident um, and one of me and Mal's favorite people ever. So, Oh, same, <laughs> same. So I wanted you to come talk about the Blue Cantrell song, Hit Em Up Style. Oops. Yes. What is your knowledge of this song? Oh, well, I was very much alive and bumping to the jams when this song came out. And I mean, I can literally sing it right. And I'm like, you know, and it just like, I don't know. It was the first like, it was like a very empowering song about, you know, somebody wrongs you, rob them. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, like somebody wrongs you, rob them. Yeah. Kind of has grown as like an acceptable form of revenge absolutely <laughs> over time like it seemed it was not societally acceptable and then like i think yeah. post bling ring people were like you know what just do it uh and so i think like rob him grown, sis rob him <laughs> sis yeah like i think that's like become more socially acceptable so it's 2001 hit him up style mm. has has come out 
we are coming off of a, a girl power moment where in 1999 we had No Scrubs, which is TLC's yes. song about how they do not want to date uh, a man who does not have his own ride, who uh, a scrub is basically someone who like doesn't have money or anything going on. And that became an anthem. And then mm-hmm. same year, 1999, Bills, Bills, Bills comes out, which is uh, what, the from ballers. Destiny's Child. Yeah. Which is uh, another song that's like, you know, can you pay my bills? Can you pay my au- telephone bills? Can you pay my automobiles? If so, baby, we can chill. And mm-hmm. that's like uh, a song about you do. do. So you and me are through. Uh, old run, school. Run, run, run. <laughs> Old school uh, Destiny's Child that has four members. And ah. I know the music video tripped me up. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, um, we forgot about that, didn't we? Latoya and Latavia, I think. Both of those songs, I realized, uh, were written by Candy Burris from Escape, who had her own yeah. career. She also recently won the third season of Fox's The Masked Singer, which I did not know. <laughs> I didn't know that. I've literally yeah. never watched that show. I but haven't I, either, I, but she won. Wasn't Rudy Giuliani like booed off or something? That he was I, that's, booed off. I, I have heard that. <laughs> that's all I know as well. Um, that's not the worst of his problems though. No, no. But he was booed off the mass Singer, which is kind of uh, impressive in a <laughs> twisted bad way. So she won. She's incredibly talented. I remember last thing I heard was – uh, Ed Sheeran had used some of No Scrubs in one of his songs, and then she they challenged it or something, and then she ended up getting a payday for it. And the last thing I saw oh, of her was her like partying in a club because like throwing money around because she had gotten paid for that Ed Sheeran song. <laughs> uh, now she most recently I've seen this on TikTok. Um, she's got that song, legs and hips and body, body. Have you seen those? No, seen but those? I love that. And people have been just using it as a way to like show off their hot bots, you know? Oh my God. Okay. I have to check that out. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So in 2000, she also has her own songs called Don't Think I'm Not and Cheating On Me. And there's like a real theme to her music, which is like, you have cheated on me and now I will do bad things to you as well. So she didn't write Hit Him Up Style, but that's sort of the era we're entering. And Dallas Austin wrote this song. It has a sample of Frank Sinatra's 1962 cover of The Boys Night Out, which is basically similarly like the boys are having a night out and the girls are too. And it's kind of like a, uh, the vibe of like, if a man can do it, a woman can do it. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what we're in 1999 to two, early 2000s. That is the vibe of a lot of songs. Christina Aguilera has a lot of songs like that. There's like um, Lil Kim is very much being like, if men can do it, women can do it. Pink, I think, is similarly yeah. having that moment. Okay, so Blue Cantrell is uh, her name is Tiffany Cobb. She's called Blue Cantrell because she loved the color blue when she was a kid. And Cantrell is like a family name. More about her. So I didn't really know that much about her whole situation, but she like came up as like a part of this group of singers that were sort of coming up with Arista Records and L.A. Reid at the time. I first heard of L.A. Reid in Pink's song, Don't Let Me Get Me, where she says, L.A. told me you'll be a pop star. All you have to do is change everything you are. I don't know if you remember that. I do remember that song. I 
you know, I until recently, I didn't even pay attention to like producer types, you know, because mm-hmm. they were like more like in the background. Like, yeah, we like Puffy started becoming the more like producer, mm-hmm. like fronting or like being the back man, like being like, yeah, what, what, you know, in the back. Um, but also, G- Gabby, this is around the time where we had like the whole Angela Bassett, like setting that dude's car on fire, like in the movie. Waiting to exhale. You know, so I. Yeah, waiting. Yes, I think that whole that vibe was like running through the hip hop sort of like R and B sort of. You've wronged me because you know men had been able to play around for a very long time, and women are bringing it up and being like, you know what? I can get my own money. I can be an independent woman. I can do whatever. Um, but yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, like Faith Evans was like. Mm-hmm. like popping around this time as well so mm-hmm. and yes you're right that that uh moment in waiting to exhale i think was like also a huge sort of female empowerment type thing where because mm-hmm. she torches his car yeah so when did shania twain release that don't impress me much hold on i feel like 1997 it's all the same. was a little bit before but it's that, within but yeah. the five years i mean i always mm-hmm. think of like a, a decade like it'll be people will be like yeah the 90s i'm like yeah but the 90s didn't like really take off as the 90s until like 95 so like 95 to the, 2005 like, right exactly mm-hmm. and then right and so i'm like you're like really getting this like wave um also what was that song do you remember the one where it's like it's none of your business if I want to take the salt and pepper yes! song. Yes, yes. Because I feel like they salt were making pepper. a revive. Uh-huh. Yes. So like it's very much like a women can be like, mm, I'll mm-hmm. tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> and that is kind of just carried through till now, I think. Yeah. So I watched this video from Real Reality Gossip called What Really Happened to Blue Cantrell. And basically she came up, she was noticed by this uh, producer, Tricky Stewart, who went on to produce Beyonce. That's foreshadowing. Hmm. L.A. Reid, she signed with Arista. Uh, She ended up with like a a hit em up style number two on Billboard Top 100. She got Grammy nominations for Best Female R&B Vocal Performance with Hit Em Up Style. Also Best R&B Album with Bittersweet. When she had been coming up in her career, she posed for Blacktail Magazine and she they're kind of explicit photos. And so then when she started getting more famous, that start that came out in a sort of like Vanessa Williams type way where people were like, oh, "Oh, no, you know, I actually somehow discredits you. It somehow discredits you. I liked how she handled it, which is uh, she then went to Playboy and got one million for posing for them. And then played at a, a show at the Playboy Mansion and then was like saying like, well, whatever, the photos keep my name in the news. So now right. the problem Thanks, is, sis. is that behind the scenes, her boyfriend broke up with her because of it. And because she, of the pictures. Yeah, because of the pictures. And she was banned by Radio One for the nudes. And then so at the oh. time she acted like it was totally fine. But then later she gave interviews being like it actually did like fuck up shit behind the scenes. Yeah. Female nudity is only acceptable, has only been acceptable in very few instances. And it's never, it's not been like acceptable in the mainstream for you to continue on with a career. Like it wasn't until like after that did the whole like sex tapes, all that stuff. Cause I feel like that didn't happen Mm -hmm. like till 2007, 2008, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. right. Cause even like the Tommy and Pam stuff, like that happened in like what 2006 or something that was the first big one and then from there it was like paris 
Kim. But you know, all these people are white, and so that's what I. That was the next thing I was gonna yeah. say. I was like, the the it, it's never been intersectional for black women to be uh, already who are weirdly over sexualized and like aged up and things and over sexualized throughout uh, media. So it's like not except it's still not like you mm-hmm. still get like. There's still a lot of flack for like what a, a young white woman could do versus what a young black lady could do. But, you know, we hope things are better now. But I mean, especially in the times of Megan Thee Stallion. I know. And the age I of know. Cardi B. Like, come on, babes. Get over I, it. I feel like a lot of these singers like took the heat. Like, I think Little Kim took mm-hmm. Lil' Kim took a lot of heat. Absolutely. I loved her at the time. Yeah, so I think that paved the way. You know, people will argue about this, and I'm sure the barbs will come for me or whatever, but, like, you know, I think she, <laughs> Little Kim paved the way for Nikki, paved the way for Cardi, paved the way for Megan. You know, it's kind of like- They all paved the way for, I mean, any woman every, who's ever had to come up. Yeah, they've all done that. Even if, like, they didn't make it as far, that gave somebody else the opportunity to yeah. go a little bit further. And I don't know why they're all, like, so beefing. mad at each other. <laughs> I I never have beef. I'm a vegetarian. I I don't I ain't got oh. beef with nobody, baby. <laughs> um, that's not true. I love meat. Um, <laughs> but like, there's room for us all. The I know. people who love Cardi, the Barb's, the Beehive. Come on, guys. We can all be friends. We can all enjoy lovely music. Well, we're done with the show. We're finished. That's the end of the episode. <laughs> we we've solved all. We like, solved it. Um, <laughs> my God. Okay, we haven't even gotten into. Okay, so then I read a an article where she was talking about there was terrible contracts. Ninety eight percent of artists have been robbed. She signed away all future profits. Uh, Arista gave her a lawyer that she had to use, who later turned out to also be the label's lawyer. The label took all her publishing rights. She said, "quote I never got one dime from Arista." So that's it was around that time. I, I talked to my fiance, musician Mal Blum. And um, mm-hmm. they I confirmed, know them. yeah, I don't know if you know them. Um, they're a really good friend of yours. Uh, <laughs> they, the, you guys have toured together. Uh, they confirmed the obvious, which is that like big labels like this are, do this all the time. And it was like, especially nefarious back then, because probably there was no, there was, like now someone could maybe like go on the internet and be like, hey, I think like artists have gone on the internet and been like, yeah. hey, I'm being blocked from new music or I'm not, not getting paid. Like, but there was not really a recourse at that time. Well, yeah. I mean, let's even look, since you mentioned Beyonce, um, I mean, the whole drama with my chick brings all the what, Kil- Kili- Oh, Kalise. Yeah. With Kalise. Because um, apparently Pharrell and mm-hmm. them like were very not nice and like didn't she didn't have any rights to her music from yeah. those albums. And I'm like, how how is that legal? I mean, I, I don't I'm not a musician. I don't understand all that stuff. But like. How can you like knowingly, just as a person, be yeah. like, I'm, I'm gonna like? Well, I mean, it's been going on. It's been going on for black artists, particularly I think since Motown, where yeah. you know they cycled through. So it's kind of this thing with Blue Cantrell, where like they would just replace her. Like, okay, Blue Cantrell doesn't work. Fine, we've replaced her with Rihanna. We've replaced her with you know, like they they would cycle out these sort of one hit wonder black women, mm-hmm. and and whoever hit hit. Like there, so at a certain point, uh, there's a time where Beyonce releases Baby Boy with Sean Paul, and then that around that same time, Blue Cantrell releases 
breathe with Sean Paul. So what they were doing was basically throwing spaghetti at a wall and being like, we'll put this same feature artist and we'll see who has a hit. And then whoever doesn't have the hit, we throw them out, Um, which they kind of do all the time. Here's where we get into some stuff. So Jay-Z is, works with her. And Jay-Z. then immediately there starts with to Blue be- With Blue Yeah, yeah. And immediately okay. there starts to be rumors about her and Jay-Z, even though he is with Beyonce. Um, at the time, Beyonce's not that, she doesn't have that much clout, right? Right. So Blue feels comfortable going, talking to, she's getting interviewed by Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams is pushing, pushing, pushing. And finally she's like, yeah, I have a crush on Jay-Z. Like, I, you know, I don't care who he's dating. Um, and Wendy Williams pushes, pushes, pushes. And then she says, okay, well, like, I wouldn't turn it down. Have you been using Mint to manage your finances? First, the bad news. Mint is shutting down. Now, good news. There's a better alternative. Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. That's right. I use Mint and now I'm using Monarch Money. It is very stressful, confusing, and time-consuming to manage my finances. I've tried other finance apps. They don't really work. Like, you know, I was very committed to Mint, and then I was uh, deeply sad when Mint went away. But now, I have tried Monarch. It's so easy to use with powerful features, collaboration tools, intuitive design, personalization, constant product improvements. I mean, I really value a company that is proactively looking at how to make finances easier. Did you know that money issues are a leading cause of divorce? Monarch, the top-rated personal finance app, also has built-in collaboration features so that you can invite your partner at no extra cost. Can you imagine being able to have a budget app with your partner? That is wild. You can see all your finances, you can collaborate on your budget, you can get insights on your cash flow and reoccurring transactions. It's a very easy way to manage a household's finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash badmoney. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to set up, customize, and use. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all your tags and categories. Monarch is the most customizable budget app. Change the layout of your dashboard, toggle between light and dark mode, create custom budgets and notifications, set up automatic rules for transactions and notifications and more. We will never sell your data to third parties or show you ads. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top rated personal finance app. And right now get an extended 30 day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash bad money. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y slash bad money for your extended 30-day free trial. Your business was humming, but now you're falling behind. Teams buried in manual work, taking forever to close the books. Getting one source of truth is like pulling teeth. If this is you, you should know these numbers. 37,025-1. 37,000. That's the number of businesses which have upgraded to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, streamlining accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and more. 25. NetSuite turns 25 this year. That's 25 years of helping businesses do more with less, close their books in days, not weeks, and drive down costs. One, because your business is one of a kind. So you get a customized solution for all of your KPIs, key performance indicators, in one efficient system with one source of truth. Manage risk, get reliable forecasts, and improve margins. Everything you need to grow all in one place. 
If you have all the information about your business in one place, you can make way better decisions. And this is an unprecedented offer, meaning this is totally worth your time. As someone who runs a business, having all of this together in order to close my books, that would be invaluable. It's a time saver. It's literally the biggest time saver. Right now, download NetSuite's popular KPI checklist designed to give you consistently excellent performance absolutely free at netsuite.com slash badwithmoney. That's netsuite.com slash badwithmoney to get your own KPI checklist. netsuite.com slash badwithmoney. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because when I'm looking to work with someone, I really need to be able to get someone fast. My job works very fast. Podcasts work very fast. And I've actually been looking for an assistant and I don't need to waste time sorting through matches without getting the highest quality person, right? When I'm looking to hire someone, whether that's a grant writer or a musician or something like that, it's very overwhelming because you get a lot of messages, but you're not able to like parse through yourself which ones are actually worth looking at. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash badwithmoney. Just go to Indeed.com slash badwithmoney right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash badwithmoney terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And this is where shit hits the fan. Yikes. Because Beyonce doesn't really have power, but I think she has power over Jay-Z, who has power. So they straight up do what they do, which is disappear the body. Like they, uh, you can't prove anything. But I've done a lot of research in preparation for this episode. (laughs) And everyone who has wronged Beyonce on her way up has not succeeded. Why Um, are you surprised? She's a Virgo. They are the most dangerous people (laughs) on the planet. She, so Tricky Stewart goes on to produce single ladies for her. Desiree, she has issues with the singer Desiree who did, you gotta be bad, you gotta be Why? Like, why? Because Desiree did a song called I'm Kissing You for the Romeo and Juliet soundtrack. I love that song. And Beyonce covered it. And Desiree was like, you can cover it for your album. Please don't make a music video for it. This is the contract. And, And change the title. Do it in a different way. And Beyonce says, Uh, absolutely and then proceeds to do none of that makes a music video for it uh whatever Desiree sues Beyonce ends up having to take that off the album and then re-release the deluxe version of the album without that song where's Desiree now gone so kind of all of this I mean she's alive she's alive but it's kind of interesting because the only person who seems to make it through the Jay-Z Beyonce rumor mill is Rihanna I don't know how (laughs) I think Jay-Z was also in Rihanna's corner, though, too, like as an artist. And I think there was more going on there because it wasn't just 
Jay-Z, like she was working with other producers that yeah. were like very popular at the time. And I feel like she was working with Jermaine Dupree. Mm-hmm. And he was so. the most, he was more powerful at that time, I yeah. think, as a producer. Like he was everywhere and all of his artists were yeah. everywhere at that time. So I yeah. think maybe that's how it, and maybe just because Rihanna's cool and she was like, I mean, this is my Rihanna impression. You ready? Yeah. Don't worry about it. Smoke weed. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, she, she is. somehow. She just seems very chill. And there were rumors about her and Jizzy. She somehow made it past that. Um, but there's maybe like, she went yeah. with somebody else. Do you know what I mean? To like throw it off the scent because I don't. I think she's always been like dating somebody. Do you True. think she, that's when she got with Chris Brown? Yeah, I mean, I think like yeah, she has always been dating someone. Jermaine Dupri is someone who started working with her. She had Drake in her corner. I think maybe yeah. there was other stuff going on, but I'm just shocked that like, you know, you hear her kind of all the time, right? Carrie Hilson talks about Beyonce. Like they all kind of these like people who didn't really, who like had careers, but are not at Beyonce's level, which like, I yeah. guess, you know what you got, I guess you got to step on some people to get to the top. I really don't know. Yeah, I wonder how much of it is Beyonce herself or the machine that is Beyonce. Do you know what yes. I mean? Like mm-hmm. her mm-hmm. dad in particular, mm-hmm. who was like doing a lot of the managing of her career still at this point, yeah. because like even after she like broke free from Destiny's Child and went out and did her own albums, like she was still very much under the machine. I don't feel like she even showed us who she was like Beyonce right. Beyond she wasn't like Beyonce Beyonce yeah until like almost lemonade do you I know think, what I mean yeah I agree but then okay here's my here's the conspiracy theory it takes a hard left and people are like why did they name their daughter blue if blue Cantrell was such a contentious thing where like her being open about wanting to fuck Jay-Z and saying I don't care who he's yeah. with and all this stuff that literally if someone said now they would absolutely be found dead in a ditch that they're like oh they named the daughter blue as like a fuck you to blue cantrell i don't think that's true that was just part of the true. conspiracies i was reading that's about hilarious people were Is, like the same why would you were like illuminati they were sort of like why would you, if you had an why would you name your baby after an ex but they probably weren't even thinking about her but anyway no i i think they like they talked about like when she was born like I know the IV is because they were born both like Beyonce's born on the 4th of mm-hmm. September and like Jay-Z is like an April baby or something like, yeah so 4-4 four, four. but I I feel like the blue means something else like yeah it was it something at one else point. I yeah just don't remember. it was it's not about blue Cantrell that's just a part of the conspiracy theories so don't then, come for us the hive yeah please don't come for by us the, the hive way, we 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 love Beyonce absolutely I love, love. Beyonce yeah. I, I, you were saying she's a Virgo. I love all I, these people. I admire that she has, she just was like, no, I will succeed and good for her. But yeah, I, it was very interesting. I was like, oh, wow. I didn't realize that she had been so openly like I would fuck Jay-Z. But also this is yeah. Wendy Williams fault somehow. Yeah. No, Wendy Williams is a messy bitch who lives for drama. So then in 2014, unfortunately, so we get to more like recent blue. She does not post on social media. Um, oh. In 2014, she had a mental health break where she told the cops she was a one-hit wonder, which is, like, very sad. And then she performed again in March 2020 in London. Oh. And it went really Before well. the but pandemic? then the pandemic happened. Yeah. No, Blue! She's, I know. Oh. I know. She's going through tough. Oh. Yeah, I know. So then we have not really heard from her since then. She doesn't post on social media. 
anywhere. So I couldn't find really any updates past that. And so now here we are. We've come to the the song Hit Em Up Style and yes. the legal, and I went into the legal ramifications of this song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you presently believe that what she does in this song is one, legal, and then and then separately, ethical and moral? I would uh, dare to say... I wouldn't even think about those things. That this song is not thinking about those things. It's just like, you know what? Tit for tat. And what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? <laughs> if you if I have your credit card and I'm an authorized user on your credit card, what are you gonna say, babe? Call the cops, Jeffrey. <laughs> So we don't actually, so here's the thing. We don't actually know if they're married in the song. We don't know if this is her husband or her her partner or her lo- yeah. longtime boyfriend. So we don't know if she's married. The, what, a lot of what I found uh, had to do with if they are married, what the song means. Like if you're not married and you take the credit card, that could be considered fraud. But if you are married and you have the credit card, it's a little bit like you're protected by being married. Right. But also if you have... If someone gives you a credit card, mm-hmm. like you, like it doesn't matter what your relationship, and they give you a credit card, like it make you like an authorized user. Authorized user. Who's just, do you know what I'm saying? Like, how would you just like, unless you stole his credit card, which is not what is indicated, I believe, by this song. She's going out spending all this money, but like, how'd she get access to this? Exactly. Is it a joint card? That's like what a I'm joint saying. Account? Yeah. Yeah, or I'm an authorized user, or I have my own card. I mean, because people do that all the time, like businesses, whatever, boyfriends. I mean, the world of sugar daddies is wild, I'm yeah. sure. I wouldn't know anything about it personally. Yeah, I never but, had a sugar daddy. I just, I, I did other sex work. I do which, like when you people know give me money. Honestly, I think I've become the sugar daddy. There is nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I like nice things, and I look great in nice things. You really do. I, I truly enjoy them. And if, if what, I mean, this is the whole thing with like people who are into like financial domination type things Mm -hmm. or like giving people money. If you, if it makes you happy to see me happy, what's wrong with that? Nothing. What's wrong with that? (laughs) I want people give me gifts all the time. I like it. I think it's very (laughs) nice and I'm very appreciative. I'm not doing anything wrong. No, I'm just living. I'm just living my life. And certain people are like, wow, I I would like to see you happy. And I'm like, "Okay, that's what am I supposed to do? Say no. I think that's rude. (laughs) I think that's rude. You're not accepting a gift. Someone's trying to bless you with a gift. Why would you say no? I love that. I think it's just practical. I had an ex and I got him a really expensive watch for his birthday Mm -hmm. solely because I wanted people to go, oh, my God, that's such a nice watch. And I wanted him to say, thank you, my my girlfriend at the time. Thank you. My girlfriend got it for me. I like buying people clothes and then seeing them See? wear the clothes. I have problems. No, but in a good way. Like I, I don't think that's a problem. That's But that makes you happy to see I'm them well-dressed and happy. I buy them clothes. I, I do that all the time, too, because I, because I want you to look good by me. Yeah. And I want you to feel good. And there's something about items like that, luxury items especially, especially, that can make you feel very special. I mean, it's not like you're like doing it to lord some sort of power over them. No, It's more like, I liked, I think you would enjoy this. I think you would look good in this. I love it. I love giving gifts. I love receiving gifts. That is my happiest thing. That's why I love the holidays and birthdays. Because like, I've thought about it. 
Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you know what would look so good on them? Yeah. And then if I'm an, if I'm if I love you, of course I'm gonna spend the money. Why not? And oh. I would expect the same thing f- from you. Yeah, so send I me love gifts, that. Gabby. Okay. I will. <laughs> you must be so hard to shop for because you'll just get it for yourself. No. So I can never have enough. You're right. I'll just get it the same thing that you just got, but in a different color because I'm like, look, she already Absol- got it. <laughs> if she loves it and there's another color, mama, please. <laughs> Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like managing finances with a partner without causing a breakup. We all know about that in my life and how hard that's been for me and also my listeners. You guys hear them talking about it on the mailbags. It is hard to manage finances with a partner. Putting away money for retirement, since I'm not going to be doing this podcast forever. Sorry, I guess I could, but retirement is huge for me. I am deeply focused on it right now and planning for my tax bills so I don't dread April every year. Taxes are a doozy and it's always changing. How do you know what to do? Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. $5,000. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, $300. You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash I earn from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GAME to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. So, okay, so I found this thing that I didn't realize. Basically, okay, so she starts the song, while he was scheming, I was beaming in Mm -hmm. the beamer just beaming, which is amazing. Can't believe that I caught my man cheating. So now the thing is, is that actually I thought that you got more money if they cheated on you, but it seems like it doesn't really affect alimony as much as people think and that um, it really only kind of affects like custody issues, which I didn't realize. I think it also depends if you have a prenuptial agreement with a right. cheating clause. Right. Um, 
then it's that not automatic set into motion. No, no, no. Unless it's been specifically drawn out. Most state laws don't care about adultery, apparently. I know. And I so I thought it was, you know, I guess from TV and movies, I thought it was like inherent, but it is just mm-hmm. if you have the clause in your prenup and only if you're trying to get child custody. So that's interesting, right. Wrinkle. Then uh, she says, I, I went to Neiman Marcus on a shopping spree, and on the way I grabbed mm-hmm. Soli and Mia. I don't know who that is. Two friends They're of her hers. Friends. I tried yeah. to look up, like, are, is she referencing two specific people? She is not. Oh, no. And as the cash box rang, I thought everything away. So now, legally, what she is doing is called dissipation. And a friend of mine recently posted about her own divorce. I was going to say who it was, but I think she just posted on Close Friends. Uh, She posted about her divorce and she made more money than her ex, like a lot more. And they're getting divorced and it took and and she realized that it was taking a long time to get divorced. And that happens sometimes because they are hoping that you'll make more money as the years go by when you're still married. So even so if you separate legally, but then your divorce takes three years and then in that three years, you get like a hundred thousand dollar raise at your job, let's say. You're They'll even though you're that. not with your spouse, your spouse that's considered marital assets, and so your spouse has access to that money in in once you uh, once it's finalized. That's part of like while you were married to them, they you made that money, hmm. right? So dissipation is a problem. Uh, so I'm actually on a website called Berkbot.com, and okay. it's it's for a firm called Berkman Botger Neiman and Shine LLP, and I assume they had an intern write this. Because it's like very, they're like how we get hits and maybe we'll just be like relevant to the the youth. But they wrote this in 2016, so I don't know how relevant it is. But I do admire <laughs> that somebody did pitch this. So dissipation is a problem where because you don't want to have to give more money in alimony, you just start spending and yeah. you just start getting rid of stuff so that they don't have access to it. In my book, I talked about how my dad did did that, and uh, I call it the Petty Olympics of 1975 because he <laughs> he and his wife were getting divorced, and they owned a store together. And what he, as soon as they separated, he just started selling shit from the store, and then just sold the store so that she didn't have access to, uh, and frankly deserved, uh, she didn't have access to the the money from it. And so honestly, she's kind of doing herself a disservice because. She's getting rid of, you know, it's emotionally satisfying, as this article says. But if she gets rid of more stuff, it's held against her in the divorce. And he will have less money for her to then get an alimony. Right. To just have the the cash on hand rather than. Mm -hmm. But I'll tell you what, the I, I wonder if her thought process behind that was he's a sneaky he's already been sneaky sneaking around. A lot of those dudes start hiding money in other places to be like, well, I don't have any money to give you. Sorry. Lies. Yeah. So you they get start so you, putting it in yeah. offshore accounts. They start. Yeah. This happens on The Sopranos. Again, I'm I'm I think I'm in 2002. Uh, I think I think <laughs> Just something perpetually. happened. Yeah, I think something happened and I fell into the multiverse and it's 2002 for me. I don't know because <laughs> me and Mal just finished watching The Sopranos. I thought that it was an extremely dramatic show, which I guess it is. But and then yeah. I, sometimes th- and then it just becomes Seinfeld sometimes where it's like this is awkward in the mob. But anyway, so I didn't realize that it was like so weird and campy. But mm-hmm. so uh, he start they're getting separated and then he starts hiding money 
uh, in the backyard, like cash around the backyard. Mm -hmm. So I I think, yes, you're right. She's probably like, you know what? I'm not going to be able to spend it later. Let me spend it now because he's going to start hiding it. And I should probably just, and also like, then she kind of still has the items. Like she's buying stuff. She still has the items. She could be buying, she could go and buy a Birkin or two, 60, 70 grand or whatever that you could just be like, that's in my closet. And then be like, I'm out of here and take all your stuff. And then you're like, bye. And you have more money. You have like $400,000 in bags. Yeah, the, well, you know? they're not assets. They're considered like depreciation, like a purse depreciates unless it becomes like vintage, but whatever. Um, well, I know. And I mean, now look, I mean, look at the Kardashians. They keep selling their Birkins that like they're missing the the locks and off the Hermes locks and stuff. And they're like, yeah, $47,000. And they're like, it was only worth like $32,000. Yeah, I guess she could do that. Like on a resale site, you know, like she could. Yeah, probably... it's on their own like resale. Wow. Site. So okay, so Blue could do that. Not she couldn't do that in t- two thousand one, but she could do it now. Yeah. So other ways that dissipation can occur is if they gamble away marital funds or spend them on okay. drugs. Those are both seen as bad. And then also uh, another thing that can come up legally ironically, according to this document, is that if a cheating spouse is found to have spent a lot of money on his mistress, that is that money is considered like dissipation. So like if he if like you bought find her out, apartment or something, or if car. you found out he bought her an apartment or a car, yeah, then that's like a big problem. Or took her on trips or whatever. Uh-huh. Bought her back. Mm-hmm. So then we get into why she's doing this, her motivations. Mm-hmm. And she says, there goes the dreams we used to say. There goes the time we spent away. There goes the love I had, but you cheated on me, and that's for that now. Because and and that is gets into the emotional resonance of this, which is that she can't take back the time that she spent Mm-mm. or the emotions, but she can get paid for that labor. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The nights the nights that they had together, yeah. the stuff that she put up with, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff, it, it meant nothing. And so apparently that meant nothing to you. So it must mean nothing. I must mean nothing so I can take some things. I agree. I think like I think uh, like a relationship is an investment. You're investing. Absolutely. You're investing in order to have uh, ROI in the future, return on investment, which is yeah. love and happiness and life. And if somebody breaks that agreement, you know, if you're a monogamous couple and somebody breaks that agreement, uh, even if you're polyamorous and they break the agreement, but if you're monogamous in this situation, let's say, and somebody breaks that agreement, the social contract then is out the window. You can basically just start getting quote unquote paid for that emotional labor. The emotional labor one of the relationship and the emotional labor two of the breakup and being cheated on. Absolutely. And I'm going to embarrass you in front of all of your friends. Yes. Possibly coworkers. Yes. I might write your boss, your mom. I don't know. Uh So, okay. (laughs) She says, there goes the house we made a home. There goes, you'll never Mm -hmm. leave me alone. For all the lies you told, this is what you're owed. And then I think she's addressing the ladies. Because she says then, Mm -hmm. hey, ladies, when your man want to get buck wild, just go back and hit him up style. Hit him up style. Get your hands on his cash and spend it to the last dime for all the hard times. Oh. (laughs) When you go, then everything goes from the crib to the ride and the clothes. So you better Mm. let him know that if he mess up, you got to hit him up. So she sells. Okay. So she sells their house. 
which is wild. I don't know if she can do that without him noticing or his <laughs> or his permission. Uh, I don't know how that sale would go down, especially like as a legal realtor. I don't. I am not a legal realtor. I'm like saying like as a realtor. Yeah. I don't think you'd be like, um, does your husband know? Unless. Yeah. He could also be in the mob or be hiding stuff and put it in her name. Yeah. If the house is in her name, if the house is just in her name. Yeah, totally. Sell it. Sell it. And you know what? If you're any gender of person. Sell the house. And this the update of this is hey ladies and uh hey, hey everyone. People. Hey folks. Hey <laughs> If you entrusted me enough, you were like, "Oh, you're my partner. I love you, blah blah blah. I'm going to here's a credit card. Here's a bank account. Here's a a car in your name. A car. But that's for and us. A house. a house in your name. And you're like, "Great." And there was not a pre-arranged agreement like you you're like we're together and that's it. Like we're mm-hmm. monogamous and that's it. And you break, I'm sorry, babes, all that stuff is mine. I'm also like not a person who gives back gifts. Like if we had a ring, yeah, I'm not giving that back. <laughs> okay. No. So here's the thing. Yeah. Is that people would think of this like morally, right? Like, well, you should, you mm-hmm. know, you should give back this thing Why? or whatever. Why? <laughs> Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I had an ex. What is the reason? Tell me the reason. I had an ex who it was uh, gave me three thousand dollars for to fix my car, and I said, "Will you miss this money at all?" And he said, "No." And then okay. he didn't. He was like, "You don't have to." Like it was it wasn't a loan. He just paid it. Right. And then when we broke up, people were like, "Well, are you gonna pay him back that money?" And I was like, "Fuck no." Why would you do that? He dumped me. Consider this payment for the breakup. Why would you do that? Like, that doesn't make any sense. I'm like, if that's what you want to do to make you sleep better at night, babes, go right ahead. Charge it to the game. But I don't need that. Charge it to the game. Yeah. (laughs) Don't mm -mm, charge it to the game. (laughs) No, I'm sorry. Like, that is ridiculous to me. Like, you don't, like, I don't owe you anything back. You gave me a gift. If you give me a gift, that's it. Like that that ends your ownership of that thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I like agree. why would I give it back to you? Like, no, I'm keeping the earrings. I'm keeping the ring. I'm keeping the cars. They're mine. I they agree. are ostensibly be mine. I mean, I'm gonna sell them. I wouldn't want to hold on to it. People would be like, oh, but emotionally I can't look at this ring. And I'm like, you know who can? A sell pawn it. shop. Babe. <laughs> <laughs> True. Okay, so so now we're getting away from spending his money to to selling his things. We're moving on to selling mm-hmm. his things. While he was bragging, I was coming down the hill just dragging all his pictures and his clothes in a bag and sold everything else till there was nothing left. Up until this second, I because she was like, put a, all the clothes and in a bag in. <laughs> I didn't bag and. Oh. Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. In a bag in, but I was in like a- getting for. I was like, yes, go ahead. I thought, yeah, I thought she was saying Anna Baggin, like, and his bag. 
I didn't yeah. know what a bag in was, but I was like, and some. I was just like, his. oh yeah, in a bag. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, in a bag. So okay, so she's taking his stuff that isn't worth anything, and she's dragging it down a hill, and I guess throwing it away. Okay, which, is that legal? I think so. I mean, mate, probably. It's not like she blew his car up, you know, right. or hurt just, any. I guess he could show receipts saying I bought this stuff, and then uh-huh. and then she didn't have a right to throw it away. In this article, it says that that could be theft, and it could be. I guess it but it was be, in your house? It was in your house. And I guess he would have to prove – I think he would have probably have to prove that he bought that stuff. Okay. Yeah. Also, also, you'd have to prove that I'm the one who did it. <laughs> yeah. I, I left the doors unlocked one day, came back, all Someone, your stuff was gone. Yeah. <laughs> it might have been the cleaning people. I don't know. Be like, I don't know what happened. I was out back. Oh, my God. I came back and all your stuff was gone. Oh my oops. god. Oops. The title of the song. <laughs> That's truly what the oops is about. Oops. Oops. Uh, oops was really having a moment. Because like oops, I did it again. Like oops, yeah. oops as a as a thing of like, oh sorry, sorry about it. It was like yeah. really a thing at that time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because people don't people aren't like they're they're not doing it like they're doing it disingenuously. They're like, of like oops. Like, um, my bad. It's, like, coilier. Yeah, my my B. So then now we get into sold everything else till there was just nothing left. And in the music video, she's having a garage sale, which is very yeah. funny. And I paid all the bills about a month too late. It's a shame we have to play these games. The love we had just fades away, fades away. So legally, paying the bills late actually doesn't really help because I think it hurts her credit. And it also, but unless they were in his name, unless they were in his, that's the thing, right? So maybe she's trying to ruin his credit. She's trying to ruin. (laughs) She's trying to ruin his credit. Yeah, probably. And it's hard to get that fixed. It takes forever. You have to write a bunch of letters or something. Well, I'm glad that you mentioned that it takes forever because the next part she says, "All the dreams you sold left me out in the cold." What happened to the days when we used to trust each other, which gives which gives credence to you saying that her name is on stuff. All the things I sold will take you until you get old to get them back without me because revenge is just better than money you'll see. That's the thing is like it's going to take she's also stealing his time because it's going to take a lot of time for him to get his credit back on track. It's going to take a lot of time, almost equivalent to, I would say, the time she wasted in this relationship. Oops. (laughs) <laughs> oh wow okay uh, I mean, oops is revenge <laughs> is revenge better than money you see it yeah because you're mean, saying she's she's doing this for the money which maybe she is but we find in a sort of twist at the end yeah. that she's actually doing this purely for revenge and maybe he actually yeah. cares more about money and items and things like that and she doesn't right. actually she's doing this Solely because she's hurt. I love it. I'm here for it. Good. Yeah. It's truly actually an emotional song. It's about emotional clearance and clarity. (laughs) Yes. Through uh, theft and no, there's, I I don't know. Theft, robbery, shenanigans, and, uh, and friendship with your, and also bringing your two friends. Soli and Mia. Soli and Mia and spending money on them. This, this article says it's probably a bad idea because. It's sort of similar to spending on your cheat on your, you know, paramour. But 
Yeah, sure. that's what this that's what this article says. It's also like they get into this nitty gritty in this article. That's like, well, if she's like spending all this, st- if she's throwing out all the stuff in the house. Like it gives credence to being like she she shouldn't have custody of of any of the properties that they own because she clearly treats them like shit. But if she has a good divorce lawyer, yeah, she's gonna be fine. I don't, I don't think there's gonna be an issue. Like, and honestly, okay, so let's just think about this. So they have this house, right? Yeah. And obviously, and they have a Beamer, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they have a BMW and it's like, whatever. She goes to Neiman Marcus. That is a certain price point, right? right? To do all this stuff. She takes all his stuff down and throws it away. The rest of it, she sells it, right? Yeah. I imagine there's some watches. There's some like sneakers that would be really valuable. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Some of those things he probably can never replace. Right. And you know what he also can't ever replace? Blue. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I've never been mad at this song, and I never will be mad at this song. I agree. This just goes to show you, like, don't don't be doing the down and dirties. Don't be a bad person. And also don't, like, leave your financials, like, open for people to, like, it's one thing if she just like stole his shit, like she was just like staying there or something and like stole his shit. But that is not what it seemed like. Like, how does she have access to the car, mm-hmm. the credit card, mm-hmm. or just loose money? Mm-hmm. We didn't even think about that. Like, maybe it's just loose money, like stacks and bands. He's a rapper. I don't know. Are we assuming he's also a rapper? We don't know what he does. I'm just get. He could be anything. He could be like. But some people don't like are like oh i'm gonna keep a few bands i guess yeah you know what i mean i agree they'll have like a few bands like in the house Mm -hmm. she takes like three four five grand goes to the neiman marcus (laughs) spends all of that you can't trace that tell me how right like that was my money okay yeah he probably has a lot of cash because i imagine this man is evading taxes he's what is he gonna do he can't it's almost like you can't go to the cops and be like this person stole my drugs yeah, exactly that. <laughs> so what are you going to say? Oh, well, I was evading taxes by putting it by putting the building in her name and the right. car in her name right. and all this stuff. And I'm mad she sold it. Tough shit, bitch. Because <laughs> for all intents and purposes, that stuff was hers. Yeah, right. That stuff was hers to do with as she wanted. Yep. So I don't. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's, okay. I mean, right. Yeah. Doesn't it, make more, it makes more sense somehow to be like. Sorry. Sorry about it. But you know I what? I very much talk- enjoy what are you going to do? <laughs> what What are you going to do? Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? Call the cops? What are you going to do? Yeah. There's nothing you can do. Out of my own house? I'm moving already, babe. I sold it. <laughs> she sold. I mean, unless she was like actually like somehow defrauding him. Like, yeah. she gets the, she's getting the upper hand here because. He was number one stupid enough to 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 have her like be in control of all of these things, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If you were gonna be doing a dirty sneaky, you need to have your own. This is why I don't believe in joint bank accounts. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Don't put all of your stuff together. Absolutely no. not. Because you know what's interesting? It's a uh, called financial infidelity. And actually, I saw this article. 
where it was like Ryan Reynolds spent $3 million without telling Blake Lively and they had to go to therapy about it. It's like a thing. It's called financial infidelity. So he's creating, he's doing infidelity and she's doing financial infidelity and good for them both. That's called tit for tat, baby. Petty. I'm (laughs) petty level 1000. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for being our guest. Uh, Where can people find you and more about you? Uh, you can find me and just yell into the tube of the internet and say, Symphony, and I will come running. Uh, you can find me on Instagram or TikTok, Twitter at Symphony Sanders. Um, you can also listen to any of my podcasts where you find podcasts. Uh, Welcome to Night Vale or Good Morning Night Vale, um, where you will hear my cackle echo throughout the land. <laughs> and Beyonce, please don't end us. We didn't do anything. Please. We love you, Beyonce. Please don't end our careers. I will never talk to Wendy Williams, not a once. Ooh, no. <laughs> if you have thoughts on this episode or anything else, please hit me up at GabbyIsBadWithMoney at gmail.com or leave me a voicemail at 844-474-4040. You can also leave a voice memo in email if you prefer. We are on Patreon, Instagram, TikTok, Discord, everything. All the links will be in the description below. If you want to leave a five-star Apple review, please do. And please don't forget to listen to the show the day it drops so we can get on the charts and spread the word. Okay, love you guys. Bye. Done. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.